بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهداه يقول الله تعالى وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورَ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةِ وَاذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ ثُمَّ تَوَلَّيْتُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ فَلَوْلَا فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَتُهُ لَكُنْتُمْ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اعْتَدَوْا مِنْكُمْ فِي السَّبْتِ فَقُلْنَا لَهُمْ كُونُوا قِرَدَةً خَاسِئِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And, O children of Israel, remember when we took your covenant and we raised above you the mountain, saying, Hold fast to that which we have given you and remember that which is therein so that you may become al-muttaqeen, so that you may attain taqwa. Then after that, you turn away had it not been for the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you indeed you would have been among the losers and indeed you knew those amongst you who transgressed in the matter of the Sabbath Saturday we said to them be you monkeys despised and rejected we made this punishment an example to their own and to succeeding generations and a lesson to those who are al-muttaqoon or to those who have taqwa these are the ayat 63 4 5 and 6 from surah al-baqarah are very very important ayat actually some of them are used that we will explain this and many people use it in the media and stuff and they used one of these ayat to say, look at what Muslims are calling other people and what has been mentioned in their books and this and that. And I think this needs, inshallah ta'ala, some uh, clarification. Um, Allah subhanahu we did talk about ayah number 62, uh, and we mentioned that the conditions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the ayah, those who believe and the Jews, the Christians, and the Sabians, those who believe in Allah and the last day and acted righteously, then they will have the reward with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we did talk about this ayah in details in the last, last week. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the covenant, the mithaq that he took from Bani Israel. Right? The mithaq. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ Mithaq is a very important word. Mithaq comes from wathaqa, wathaqa, which means a kind of responsibility that comes or a kind of promise that comes with a lot of responsibility. This is the word mithaq, a kind of promise that comes with lots of responsibilities, lots. Right? Because if you look at, uh, the, uh, there are so many different words also for the mithaq in Arabic. You can say ahd, 
you can say aqd, you can say wa'd, right? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said mithaq. And in the entire Quran, the word mithaq is used, is being used with two, with two things. This is very incredible. The word mithaq is being used in two, in two things. More than one time, more than a lot, but whenever you see the word mithaq, just to look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about. The word mithaq all the time comes, the mithaq that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken from Bani Israel, right? The mithaq of ubudiyya that you worship number Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you do not associate any partner with this. And the second place where this word is being used, where? In what? In marriage. Allah says in the Quran, وَأَخَذْنَ مِنْكُمْ مِيثَاقًا غَلِيظًا They, meaning your wives or their wali or representatives, they have taken from you a strong mithaq. Only these two blades. Only it comes with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the only time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used besides himself when it, when it comes to the relationship or the, the marital relationship. Because we all know that nikah comes with lots of responsibilities. Allah called that covenant, that mithaq, that contract is mithaq, not only mithaq, but ghalidh, kind of unbreakable covenant, a strong, powerful covenant. That meaning you cannot play game with it. You cannot take it lightly. And the second uh, or the first strongest mithaq is our mithaq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ Remember when we took the covenant from you. This covenant is mentioned clearly in Surah Al-A'raf. And by the way, there's a lot of connections between Al-A'raf and Surah Al-Baqarah. By the way, this kind of relationship exists between many surahs of the Quran. Some surahs in the Quran, you will find a lot of connection between them. Like, for example, Surah Al-Qasas and Surah Yusuf. You can say they're two sisters. You can call Al-Baqarah and Al-A'raf are two sisters, actually. Many things have been mentioned in Surah Al-Baqarah in brief and in details in Surah Al-A'raf. And a lot of stuff were mentioned in details in Surah Al-A'raf, but in brief in Surah Al-Baqarah. So Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran complete each other. This mithaq that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about has been mentioned clearly in Surah Al-A'raf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورِ And then we raised above you the mountain. We raised above you the mountain. Some of the ulama said, Allah subhanahu took it as it is and they said, literally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised the mountain of a tor raised it up off the ground and hovered above them. Raised it when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took this covenant from them, the covenant of Tawheed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala literally raised the mountain of Attur above them, that meaning that it's a serious matter. It's a very serious covenant. It's something so important that you need to abide by it. You need to live by it. You need to fulfill this covenant that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken from you. And some other tafsir said it's not literally that Allah raised it above them. But even regardless of this different tafsir, 
it does not really change the lessons that are embedded in this ayah. This is so important, by the way, because, you know, a lot of time, students of knowledge get what they call it, caught up in details. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even himself, does not emphasize in the Quran. Like, for example, sometimes you open some books of tafsir, and they talk about the tree that Adam alayhi salam ate from. And sometimes you find the probably two or three pages. Is it uh, apple tree, grape tree, this and that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even did not mention anything about it. But sometimes subhanallah they focus in things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself does not emphasize in the Quran. Same thing if you look at in Surah Yusuf. You know how many people are mentioned in Surah Yusuf? You see, Yusuf alayhi salam, his father, his brothers, and then the brothers that he met in, in, the, in the prison, and then the minister, and then the minister's wife, and this and that. And then all, subhanallah, out, out of all these names, only two names were mentioned by names. Who? Yusuf alayhi salam and Yaqub alayhi salam. The point that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want us to lose focus from the point. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making a point, so pay attention to it. Certain details, you don't need to know about it. That's why sometimes Allah mentions a story in the Quran that doesn't mention the person, doesn't mention the time, doesn't mention even the place. The, you don't need to know that. The most important thing, get the lesson that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to, to give us. This is very, very important. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْكَكُمُ الطُّورِ Okay, خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةِ Hold fast to that which we have given you. Take it with great might, meaning live by it. Fulfill each and every command in it. وَذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Udhkuru, the word dhikr is to, what is dhikr? To remember something and also to mention something. Like for example, if I say Yusuf alayhi salam said to his uh, uh, friend or his brother, he said, idhkurni inda rabbik. Idhkurni meaning mention me before your master. Mention me, mention my name. Or idhkur meaning remember something. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Udhkuru ma fi. Not simply to remember, but also you have to mention it. You have to mention it. And this is not only for the, the Torah, but even for the Quran. Don't just read it. Knowing it is not enough. You have to out loud recite it to yourself and to others. Subhanallah, this is the word dhikr. Not simply you know the truth, and you conceal it, but you have to share it. You have to share that. So that you, so that you may attain taqwa, you become from the, the muttaqin. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And then after that, you turned away, had it, been not, had, it, had it not been for the grace and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you, then indeed you would have been among the losers. Even after all this, you turned away from that promise, from that the covenant that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, uh, uh, has taken from you. And if it wasn't for the grace and the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal, what is the grace and the mercy? What is Fadlullah? 
Fadlullah the ulama said is the revelation of Allah the Quran and wa rahmatu meaning his prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam because if you look at the previous nations in comparison to the nation of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that any nation will reject its prophet they will get Allah's punishment right so you look at the people of Hud alayhi salam you look at the people of Lot look at the people of Saleh right look at the people of Nuh except that even though many as we can see many people rejected the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam but from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish them immediately for rejecting the truth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them some time that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says if it wasn't for had it not been for Allah's mercy and grace upon you meaning the Quran and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then definitely you would be from the losers like meaning the same thing will be applied on you like what we did with the previous nations وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اَعْتَدَوْ مِنْكُمْ فِي السَّبِتْ فَقُلْنَا لَهُمْ كُونُوا قِرَدَةً خَاسِئِينَ This is very important ayah those who transgressed the, in the matter of Saturday, right? Because we, we know that by using what they call, yes, deceitful means of, to avoid honoring the, the Sabbath and they placed nets, ropes, and artificial pools of water for the purpose of fishing. So they put it, uh, what they call it, Friday night, and they take it, uh, uh, Saturday, the end of the day, right? Okay. But this is not the point. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started it with something so important. He said, وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمْ Indeed, surely, without a doubt, you knew those amongst you who transgressed in the matter of the Sabbath. What does this mean? It means the history of this event, the history of this event has been clearly mentioned in your books. It's, it's, it's there. This is until this very day, the story, this event of violating the, the, uh, in the matter of the Sabbath has been mentioned clearly in the book of At-Tawrah. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned them to apes and this and that has been there until this very day. It is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that maybe in the future some people will come and accuse you and saying, you say this, it's already the story has been mentioned in your own books. It's already there. The Quran just came to confirm it. The Quran came just to confirm what you have in between your hands. So Allah says, وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اعْتَدَوْ مِنْكُمْ فِي السَّبِتْ فَقُلْنَا لَهُمْ كُونُوا قِرَدَةً خَاسِئِينَ And then, we said to them be uh, what they call it uh, despised or rejected uh, uh, apes and monkeys and stuff two, two, two tafsir regarding this ayah some of them Allah said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not change them completely to apes but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala transformed them on the inside on the inside only. So their sense of right and wrong disappeared. Meaning their, their minds became no different 
than the minds of apes, meaning they just violate regardless the consequences. This is number one, right? Like for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the group of people in the Quran, they are like animals. Not literally Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning that they don't care anymore. They just do it and they like how animals do, they don't think about it anymore. They just do it regardless of the consequences. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. And some of the scholars says, now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala physically, it transformed them physically. That's why the, the, what they call it, the, uh, the story of evolution comes from here. <laughs> yeah, this false theory. <laughs> anyway, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَقُلْنَا لَهُمْ كُونُوا قِرَدَةً خَاسِئِينَ as I told you sometimes in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions things that you need to do, you need to know. And sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't mention the place nor the time nor the, nor the name of that person. It depends. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the story of, 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 of uh, those people in Surah Al-A'raf, he said, وَاسْأَلْهُمْ عَنِ الْقَرْيَةِ الَّتِي كَانَتْ حَاضِرَةَ الْبَحْرِ Ask them about the town that was by the sea or by the river. Look, there is a point here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah mentioned the town or the village that was by the sea, by the river. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention the place here? Even though in so many other places in the Quran, Allah does not mention the place. Because the highways of the old times were rivers. People used to travel through the sea most of the time. And that town or that village that used to be full of people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it a sign for everyone. That's why Allah says, فَجَعَلْنَاهَا نَكَانًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَا وَمَا خَلْفَهَا We'll just make this as a reminder for those who were before them in front of them and whoever will come after them until judgment day will make meaning that whoever violates the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keep transgressing and doesn't care about the commandments of Allah azza wa jal, what is going to happen to them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not really turn them into this and that, but they will lose the greatest gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon them. And that gift is what? The gift of haya, shyness. And once you lose that haya, that sense of haya, then Iman is completely gone. Is completely gone. The greatest ni'mah from Allah Azza wa Jalla upon us after Islam is the ni'mah of haya. Is the ni'mah of haya. Haya meaning you have haya from Allah Azza wa Jalla. And if that ni'mah is removed, nothing can stop you from sinning or disobeying Allah Azza wa Jalla. And this is what Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is saying. Be careful. Because once you keep disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one after another, one after another, then you end up losing that haya from Allah azza wa jal. Because in the very beginning, even when, usually in the very first time when people disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially Muslims, they do it privately, right? First. And then slowly, slowly, when they keep continue sinning, sinning, then they take it to the public. And then when they take it to the public, not only that, but they talk about it. And then when they talk about it, they encourage others to join them. Look, subhanAllah, at the staff, this is what does this mean? You lose the sense of haya. 
now in his, before you were just in a, in, a, in a closet now you are out of that closet talking about it dragging others to do the same thing and this is by the way the consequences of disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without repenting to Allah azza wa jal so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَلَقَدْ عَلِمْتُمُ الَّذِينَ اعْتَدَوْ مِنْكُمْ فِي السَّبِتِ but in the Quran if someone comes to you and said oh, your book says that those said okay this is not my book it has been mentioned in your book. It's in this you in your book until this very day. It's there. If you just go Google it, the story of the or the history of the event of the Sabbath, it's there until this very day. I just looked at it this this evening before Maghrib prayer to make sure that it's, it's, it did not disappear until this very day. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Wala qad alimtum. He subhanahu wa ta'ala put two letters of ta'akid. Lam and qad indeed. Surely you know about it. It's not something new. You know about this and you are fully aware of that event or of that story that happened to your ancestors in the, in the past. Okay, insha'Allah ta'ala. So these are the four ayat that we have uh, for today. Any question regarding these ayat? Barakallah. Yes.